Success is about more than just business strategies. It's also about aligning with your higher purpose and clearing inner obstacles that stand in the way. I say this because you deserve to do what you love and to feel fulfilled along the way. And the reality is you're likely spending more time than you'd like to stuck in self-doubt. You may be asking yourself things like, why do I never seem to reach my biggest goals no matter how hard I work? Or why do I never quite feel like I've done enough, have enough, or am enough? If any of these sound familiar, you are not alone. And I've been there too. The good news is that the solution is simpler than you think. I'm sharing it inside my new four-day women's immersion, The Inner Critic Cure. This live four-day event includes daily classes, potent practices, and a brilliant supportive community of like-minded women. And best of all, it's only $37. This method is gentle yet powerful, and it actually works even when others haven't because it's based on a proven psychotherapeutic framework called Internal Family Systems or IFS. By the time you leave, you'll have the knowledge and tools to not only heal your relationship with those harsh inner voices, but to turn them into your strongest allies now and for the rest of your life. So join us to discover how to put an end to those negative voices that have held you back from your biggest dreams and desires. So you can live into the full potential you know is possible for you in both your business and in your life. You can learn more and join us inside the Inner Critic Cure at programs-saravonstover.com forward slash immersion. That's programs-saravonstover.com forward slash immersion. I'd love to see you there. Hello, sisters. Welcome to She Talks, a space for you to come home to your inner wisdom, which I call your she And a warm welcome to another episode in part one of our seasonal series, Bubble Bath Wisdom. Over about 10 days, I'm sharing a few episodes, and each of these includes a clip from a recent she retreat that I taught at Kripalu on the stages of the heroine's journey or a woman's path to wholeness. I'm Sarah Von Stover, and in today's She Talk, we're exploring how to say yes to change, even when it's uncomfortable, because beginnings are always awkward, whether it's the start of a week-long retreat, the beginning of a new chapter of speaking your truth, or those uncomfortable first months or even years after ending your marriage or relationship, when you just might feel like a wobbly teenager. Here's the thing. We all get a little wide-eyed and naive, awkward and self-doubting at the beginning of things, especially when those things really matter, like speaking up for yourself, taking better care of yourself, taking the leap into your passion project. In the heroine's journey, the archetype for beginnings is the maiden, and she has so much to teach us. And that's why I gave a she talk about the maiden and the beginning of spiritual quests on the first day of our recent she retreat. So in case you're joining us for the first time, just to give you a little context here, I am also the leader of the online program, the she school, a nine month spiritual practice community for women. 
And this program is the fullest expression of my teachings on the heroine's journey, on feminine psychological and spiritual growth, along with yoga, meditation, and a community for women to get support and reflection and celebration. While this program doesn't officially start until February, the She School 2017 is open now for a few short days to welcome enthusiastic early birds and to give them some gorgeous gifts right now to support them during the holiday season so that they don't have to wait until February. You can learn more about the program at theshe-school.com. And all of the episodes in the series are to give you a taste of the kinds of things that I teach on in the She School. And if you're not interested in the program, they can just support you in your daily life and your practice. So now draw yourself a bath or curl up with a blanket and a blank page in your journal and listen to this brief, inspiring wisdom talk. Enjoy. Today we're looking at preparing for the journey and the archetype of the maiden. So what comes to mind for you when you think about the archetype of the maiden? What are some qualities of the maiden? Innocence. Innocence. Young. Young. Naive. Anything else? Untouched. Untouched. So can you feel the maiden within you? Like the parts of you that are maiden? Parts of you that are a little bit naive, innocent? untouched, a little foolish. Like maybe you, you get, you have all this wisdom, but in certain areas of your life, it's like, I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> and I'm going to do this instead, even though maybe you're getting a lot of signs and signals not to do that thing. So the maiden lives in us throughout our entire lives. And when the heroine's journey comes to us, comes to meet us, we are called to mature that part of ourselves. And it's just like, just like puberty, it's not a comfortable process, right? We all had that time in puberty, that weird age where all of a sudden you just, you grow a lot you, you, you grow breasts, you, you just look really gawky and just kind of weird <laughs> and everything, like your clothes don't fit and you don't really know how to move in your body anymore. And you're getting attention from people you don't know what to do with. And maybe you, you get zits and it's like, what? Everything's changes and it's just, it feels so foreign. So it's the same as adult women when we reckon with the maiden, again, when we go through these transformations, this part of us that just needs to go through that awkward growing phase in order to mature. 
So a few weeks ago, I was hanging out with a friend who is facing a big life change, possibly, and that is adoption. She and her partner are looking at adopting and looking at researching all the ins and outs of adoption. And there seemed to be a lot. And she was saying how even more now there's, it's what is popular and in really beautiful ways, open adoption, where you actually build a relationship with the birth mother just right from the get-go. And she was saying, you know, I have a really busy life. And I just, I don't, I don't know if I have space in my life right now to like have a whole relationship with a birth mother and, and then go through this whole process of welcoming a child. And she was really sitting in this contemplation and she used this term to describe it that really resonated with me that I, that I have heard before, but I haven't heard in a long time. And she said, you know, it's just another spiritual assignment. And I thought, yeah, spiritual assignment. And for her, that meant a certain package of questions and problems and patterns to work through that she had been familiar with throughout her whole life. Like this, the spiritual assignment is like this, it's kind of this koan or this, this sacred riddle that we all have that we, we can never really escape from. And they all have similar themes and patterns usually has to do with trust, with surrender, with opening, like those things sound familiar. They sound really beautiful and admirable, but we know that they're really hard and that no matter how many times we do it or how many times we, we, we hear about it or practice it or study it, like it doesn't ever get easier. Surrender, letting go never gets easier. So she was sitting in her spiritual assignment. And when she was saying that, it reflected to me like, oh yeah, like feeling what my spiritual assignment is right now and how that's a reverberation, even an intensification of how spiritual assignments have been delivered to me over the course of my life. So when the heroine's journey presents itself at our doorstep, this package full of all sorts of unsavory bits and pieces to help us grow. It's a spiritual assignment. It's like here, your life, it's time for your life to change. And you can be the maiden. You can pull the wool over your eyes. You can ignore the package. You can give it to the neighbor. You can throw it in recycling. You can hide it in the closet. You cannot open it. But that package is going to keep being delivered. And it's going to keep getting bigger. And the contents inside are going to get more and more explosive. And the the risks of not taking on that spiritual assignment are going to become more and more dire if you don't open the freaking package. So we all have a package on our doorsteps right now. We're always in a new cycle of the heroine's journey. Sometimes it's more intense where it's like, yeah, your whole life is being dismantled. 
And sometimes it's more nuanced. It's just like little little crevices of our lives. Maybe it's our work of like a big a big pattern we're overcoming in our work or our health or a certain friendship, family relationship or relationship with ourselves, like our own sense of self-worth, our own sense of self-love. But that package is there. The spiritual assignment is there. And are we going to open it? Or in, in the language of the hero's journey that Joseph Campbell laid out, just picking out this monomyth, this, this structure of transformation that lives within all stories, all cultures across time. It's, are you going to answer the call? And part of answering the call includes a period of not wanting to answer the call, not wanting to open the package, of wanting to stay the maiden. So as we shift the lens away from the hero's journey to the heroine's journey, we have to also see this from a feminine perspective of the strength that it takes for us as women to grow up and to look life in the eye and to tell the truth to ourselves. Because so often one of the reasons why we don't open the package is because we want to safeguard our relationships. We want to take care of those that we love our children, our partners, our clients, our parents, our siblings, our friends. And if we open the package, that's going to rock the boat. It might jeopardize some of those relationships. It might mean that we need, we need to change our orientation to them. It might mean that we need to let go of some of them entirely. So part of our spiritual assignment as women is to stand in this feminine strength of even if I need to make massive changes, even if it means that I need to orient to the situation in an entirely new way than I ever have before and call on some of those qualities, for instance, that we mentioned in the circle last night these qualities of the feminine, maybe that we feel estranged from. Do you remember the word that you voiced last night? So that's probably, that's, that's, a, that's like I was saying last night, that's a touchstone for you. I know, mem- remember the word that I shared was brave. And it's, that word is deeply associated with your spiritual assignment at this time in your life. So it's a departure point. When we receive the spiritual assignment, it's a departure point. It's where we know we're at that place where when we open the package, when we answer the call and we say yes, we're never going to be the same again. Our lives are going to be different. And that 
that's why we want to stay naive because we don't want to change. We don't want our lives to be different, even if we don't like how things are. It's just human nature. We want to have what we know more than what we don't know, even if what we don't know is going to be better. So how can we find that part of ourselves that is willing to take the risk, that is willing to take the leap? So we don't stay stuck. We don't stay stuck in that pattern that makes us miserable. That relationship that is sucking the life out of us, the job that is zapping our life force. So we can tap into what is within us, already within us, the treasures that are already within us that we need to grow, to evolve. So we'll have compassion. Again, this is, this is the awkward phase to grow from a maiden to a queen. We're going to have to get the zits, right? We're going to have to have, be gawky and awkward and just insecure and unsure of ourselves. Have these wild mood swings as our hormones try to figure themselves out. It's, it's, that's part of the growing process. So on this first day together, let's let ourselves be awkward and uncomfortable. I know that many of us have heard this phrase from the Zen Buddhist tradition to have beginner's mind. Beginner's mind is, is also ordinary mind. It's the raw mind in mindfulness. The mind of non-identifying non-judging it's it's the mind that just sees things without going through the filter of judgment discernment the clouds of past experience of future fantasies it's just it's just raw perception so we're not just going for beginner's mind we're also going for beginner's heart, which perhaps for us as women is more important and more challenging. What is it like to face this moment? What is it like to face the precipice of preparing for the journey of accepting your spiritual assignment with a beginner's heart, a heart that has never been broken, a heart that doesn't need to be guarded and protected. So yes, there are people and situations in which we need to do that, protect our hearts. Be careful. We don't just want to give our heart to anyone. But we're not talking about people here. We're talking about our relationship to life. And choosing an orientation that life is on our side, that life wants the best for us, that life wants for us what we want for us, 
that life has our back, that life wants us to be healthy, happy, and whole. And if we keep bracing ourselves against it, if we keep fighting with it, we're not answering the call. We're not going to ever feel the wind in our sails because we're just, we're at war with what is. So today I invite you to investigate what is my spiritual assignment this time in my life. If you don't already know it inwardly, if if the bell hasn't rung inside that says like, yeah, that's, I know what my spiritual assignment is. (laughs) Give some thought to it. Let it crystallize today. Move through the day, beginner's mind, beginner's heart. What is it like to go for your nature walk this afternoon with beginner's mind, beginner's heart? What is it like to do a yoga practice? Beginner's mind, beginner's heart. So then we bring in the positive qualities of the maiden today. We bring in that innocence. Yes, there's that naivete, that foolishness, that girl, girlish foolishness, but there's also that innocence. So let's take that with us. Let's take that innocence with us. So we're leaving our normal lives. We left our normal lives to come here and we will not be the same when we leave here. And because of that, our lives will not be the same. So what we left, it's not, it doesn't exist anymore. Who we were when we entered the gates last night, she's, she doesn't exist anymore. She's in a molten chrysalis phase of transformation the first day of it. That doesn't mean it needs to be an intense, like, blow-you-apart transformation. It can be really subtle and really sweet, but it's we're, we're in that transformation now. So let's, let's let go into it. Let's practice in a way where less is more. There's a phrase that I'm really into these days is to do it smarter, not harder. So we don't need to like fill our days with tons of stuff. We don't need to, we don't need to over effort. We don't need to over practice. There can be a space, a spaciousness. There can be a lusciousness. There can be an enjoyment to the process. It can be, it can be easy. We can let it be easy, right? So yes, it's scary, but it doesn't mean it needs to really be that hard. There are hard aspects to changing for sure. 
but let's create as much ease within that as we can. Let's not, let's not add more fire to the fire when it's not necessary. If some of the themes I touched upon in today's talk resonate with you, and if you'd like to get some fiercely loving support and skillful mentorship as you embark on a new year and potentially even a new chapter of your life, I invite you to explore the She School. In the 2016 program, we had 110 women from 17 different countries join our sisterhood. And over the years, we've had over 1,500 women graduate from our programs. Oftentimes women return year after year, recognizing that this really is a path of lifelong learning with continual new beginnings that need our attention and that need a lot of support. So speaking of the She School, it's open for early registration right now, but only for one more week. Since it's an annual program, we only open up registration once a year, like right now. By joining us, you'll have a global support network of like-hearted women, bi-monthly video she yoga and meditation classes with me, monthly group mentoring calls, and so much more. You can head over to theshe-school.com to learn more about this year's program. I hope today's talk inspires you to more fully face whatever your current spiritual assignment is with a beginner's heart. And until next time, when I see you in a few days, I send you my heartfelt support. Thank you so much for being part of our sisterhood.